0: Support for this podcast comes from Insyncorator. Insyncorator is the world leader in food waste disposers and holds over 200 patents on fine grinding and quiet technology innovations. Based and assembled here in the United States, Insyncorator produces the popular Badger series and can offer many upgraded disposers, such as a Pro Series built for plumbers and builders to meet the needs of the more demanding customer. Visit insyncorator.com to learn more.
1: the big change
0: was me it had to be me okay
1: i was i was the one that was the boss right and i had to stop being the boss and and mike zeller uses a term that i use every single day in my business yeah. coach Oh. okay I like. That. i am not their boss mm-hmm. i tell them to think of me as their coach okay we will train to overcome anything that you're not comfortable with. Um, Believe it or not, I think that was the start of it. When they started to realize that I wasn't saying, I am your boss and you will do this. When they started to realize, I am your coach, how can I help you with this? Yeah, yeah. That was huge.
2: Welcome to the Successful Contractor Podcast powered by Success Group International, a show for residential contractors about residential contractors. We chronicle business journeys, share insights, and celebrate successes in this wonderful industry. I'm your host, Bob Houchin. Today, I'm going to share with you a conversation I had with Dave Hill of Express Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling in Ship Bottom, New Jersey. As you'll hear, Dave came to SGI near the beginning of this year. He had a company doing $2 million in sales at a strong profit margin. But even with all that success, Dave wasn't happy. Everyone was just working for the weekend, even himself. The grind was getting to him. So Dave came to SGI looking for a way to inject some culture into Express. And that's what he's been able to do in six months. But that's not all Dave, his wife Jennifer, and their team have done. As of July of this year, Express had already doubled its revenues from 2019. Again, at a very strong profit margin. Talk about a win-win for Dave and Jennifer. They found their love of their business again, and they're having their best year ever. I think you're going to find lots of great nuggets in listening to Dave talk about all the changes he and his team have experienced in just these last six months. They are absolutely proof positive that if you work with the SGI system, you get aggressive with it and are open to change, you can see an immediate dramatic impact in your service business. So please enjoy our conversation. All right. Well, Dave, thank you so very, very much for taking some time with uh, with me and SGI today. Uh, for those who uh, do not know you, uh, could you please introduce yourself, your company name, and where you are located?
1: Absolutely. My name is Dave Hill. I'm the owner of Express Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. We're in Shipbottom, New Jersey.
2: Very good. And ship bottom is uh, what, what? Long Beach Island is that? So you're pretty much uh, That's
1: Long Beach Island. Yep, right where Hurricane Sandy decided to come and sit for a few days.
2: Oh There you go. But it's not a too bad
1: place to live now,
2: right? And it's 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 very resorty. It's very resorty, very upscale, nice little beach town. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Um, so let's see. We're talking today because uh, you, you've been with SGI only for oh, a good six or eight months. But uh, from everything I've heard from from uh, our folks internally, you're just you're killing it. You're you're getting after it. You're implementing, you're changing things, even though I know you had a successful business to begin with, but maybe just share with people, where do you expect, or where were you in, in 2019 and where do you expect uh, 2020 will finish at the current pace you're keeping?
1: Um, so 2019 was a great year. Um, we're a small company, we did a, right around $2.2 million, um, but, at a, but at a very high profit, I mean, as as a business if you looked at it on paper it was fantastic um, we were doing everything you know that we were looking to do the reality was um, i would come to work every day and i, I just felt like there was a lot missing. I felt like we could do a lot better job. I felt like we could um, do a lot better with the employees and the culture. And that's what I really came to SGI for was, was that culture.
2: Got it. Got it. Now, let's talk real, real quick. What is uh, the makeup of your team? Let's go. What's who, Who's all in your office? You know, your quote unquote office. Who's working behind the scenes?
1: All right so so behind the scenes obviously I'm in the office um, most of the day, every day. Uh, I've got Pat who is, is my mom, believe it or not, oh, and sure. she's, she's dispatching and does takes on CSR duties uh, and Jennifer is uh, pretty much runs runs all the accounting um, and, and does some CSR as well.
2: And Jennifer is your lovely wife, of
1: course for and Jennifer is my wife yes. How long have you guys been married? Oh, you shouldn't have done that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, I can't um, that out. No. <laughs> long <sorry>. time. <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, well, I'm sorry. What was
1: that? A long, time. a long time. A long time. That's good. long enough to make four babies. It's oh, all good.
2: that's Great. That's great. So what? What, what are the? Uh, how old are the kids? Are they little? Or are you guys pretty uh, young? Yeah, so, the, yeah.
1: Well, we are young, but uh, let's see. Youngest is Ashley. She's six. Mikey's ten. Evan's thirteen. And Brandon just turned eighteen. He's uh, heading to the Air Force soon.
2: Oh, good for him. That's great. Good for you. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Uh, just in in um, in doing a little research that I could online about you guys. I, I you know looked at your website and I see you are a third generation plumber is that accurate I am Wow so talk about how the family get into this trade how'd grandpa get into it
1: um, you know we all kind of fell into it uh, okay. grandpa grandpa just kind of um, came out of the Navy and 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 that's what he was doing and um, my dad started when he was 13, believe it or not. A neighbor was a plumber in a small, small little town and he needed a job. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, dad didn't give me a choice, uh, you know, <laughs> so here we, here, here we are. Um, you know, and, and now to this day, dad still works with my company.
2: Oh, that's great! It's really cool. That's, yep. Did he have his own business at one point or did he always work for someone?
1: Uh, he did. He had his own business forever. Um, he actually still has it and does kind of, you know, smaller stuff. And occasionally he'll actually take on a house and have some subs that'll do it for him. But, um, you know, he, he mostly just kind of likes to do small stuff. Clients he's had a long time. Very good. Very mom and popish.
2: Yeah, so, very good. Now, you're not from New Jersey originally, right? Maybe uh, you're from Virginia area, right? And then, right. How did yeah. You, how'd you end up in yeah. New
1: Jersey? Uh so believe it or not, we were in Jersey. My grandfather moved to West Virginia, so we wound up in Newmarket, Virginia, um for some time and um then Wound up going back to New Jersey uh, for work, okay. and here we are, still working.
2: Okay, so let's talk about your journey in the trade. So you said you uh, you kind of got <laughs> indentured into it, right? Uh, yeah, with Dad. And then uh, when when did you uh, branch out on your own? Uh, did you go work for someone else after working with Dad for a while, or no, no,
1: no, no? I, I worked for Dad, and believe it or not, um, when your Dad had a very different company than, than Express is today. Uh it was new construction strictly. Um very little service work at all. Um truthfully not at all what I was going for or what we are today. Um but a good healthy business nonetheless. Um the the economy crashed, we were doing all big homes in Rumson, New Jersey, you know, and that that whole market just crumbled. Um and, you know, long story short, uh I Went home and told Jen one day. I said, "Hey, you know, uh, actually, I was on, on my honeymoon, believe it or not, when it happened." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Hey, um, you know, I, I'm just, I don't have a job. We're gonna have to do something. Don't worry, babe. I'll find work." Right. And she looked me square in the eyes. She said, "You will not." Um, you'll start your own business and you'll do fine. Great. First week in business, I made fifteen hundred bucks, and every week made more than that. and Never looked back.
2: That's great. That's great. And that was what I think two thousand and five. Is that right? Yeah, right around there. Yep. Okay. Wow. All right. So yeah, two thousand five. it. Oh, yeah. four, bubbleish that, that that burst. Now, how did yep. uh, where did the name Express Plumbing Heating and Cooling? I like it, but where where did you uh, where did you come up with that?
1: Well, I wanted I wanted to have a company that stated its urgency, mm-hmm. and if, if express doesn 't do it i don't know what does um, i wanted I wanted people to know that when they really needed someone, we were going to be there, and that's what we that's what we built our whole business on mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. and were you always in the HVAC as well, or did that come later on
1: I was not okay. um, believe it or not i just i i said to myself, hey we've got to have diversity and HVAC a, I had no idea actually how good of a business it was initially. I just, I had clients that were asking, they were saying, can you, can you recommend an HVAC guy? And I'd say, I'd, I'd rather not because every time I recommend somebody, there's some kind of backlash for us. And um, I decided to go ahead and, get certified and here we are. That's great.
2: You know, I made the Cardinal sin of asked about the, uh, the office. I didn't, I, I failed to ask about the field. So, uh, today, what is your, uh, technician makeup look like? Uh, you know, how you have one or two install teams or a couple of service techs that do plumbing and HVAC. How are
1: you? Yep. Doing? I, I do, I do, um, I do have some guys that can do a little bit of both. Um, I've got, I only have one install team. We're looking to up that to three for the spring. Right. um, at least minimum i've got i 've got three uh, three AC techs and uh, a handful of plumbers and they 're all uh, all very different walks of life, uh, but they have one one thing in common um, and they 're just they 're all really great people that come to work every day and want to do positive things that 's
2: great I like that a lot we 'll get into how you find your people in the, in a few minutes. Um, Let's talk about the the ascension of the business. So you started in '05. You hooked up with SGI in '20. So we've got a 15 year window there. You said uh, you know you were uh, you know two million dollar business by the time you got to us. You were profitable. Uh, Did were you always steadily growing? I mean uh, you know we had that obviously recession in '9 and '10. uh, I'm sure that may have caused some hiccups. But what? How did the business grow over that time? Was it steady? Was it back and forth, up and down?
1: So it was definitely back and forth and up and down. Um, You know, I did well the first couple of years right out of the gate. Um, Then I took on a business partner, Mm -hmm. and that that relationship crumbled and and actually was almost catastrophic for us, really. Um, But then we were able to uh, pick up the pieces the last few years. uh, Getting the office in LBI was definitely a catalyst. Mm -hmm. Um, We went to strictly service work we were doing new construction and, and some other stuff when we had the partnership but we decided that that wasn't wasn't what we wanted to do the direction we wanted to move in we went to strictly service started going really well uh the last three years steady steady growth um right around 100 percent. believe it or not um over the last three years <clears throat> and this year's just been off the, off the walls, crazy.
2: What made you? Um, what made you decide? I mean, I, I understand. That, you know, when you get in business and, and you get enamored with different parts of the trade, you think big. You know, maybe construction or something. There's big dollars. But what? What made you decide to get refocused on residential only? Was it just looking at the margins and? and going hey well
1: getting paid is important um (laughs) yeah that's 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 a getting paid not ever being stressed out um you know a new construction company even the bigger ones can probably Attested fact that being cash for is just a a part of life um always behind the ball in my opinion um with with service that's just not the case the numbers are much better Uh, you're able to run a better business um more continuity across the board I don't mean
2: to pick at the wound,
1: but how did the
2: how did the separation go with your partner? Did he just decide to keep the uh, construction and the big stuff, and, and you kept the service, or did you buy? It?
1: Um, yeah, it was it was just a pretty amicable sorting of ways. Um, you know, he he took the new construction, and I took the service, and <clears throat> we just kind of moved on. Yeah,
2: and the only reason why I ask is I know there's a lot of people that listen to this that face that same circumstance, so it's always good to hear sure. some other people address it. Um sure. all right, so you uh, you know, last, last two or three years you said you're really growing. Uh, but you you felt like something was missing. There was a cultural component maybe that was missing. Could maybe speak more about that so so people can maybe put themselves in your shoes at that point. What what did you see that you didn't like that you know, was there no warm and fuzzy? Was it just a cold office? how would you put it in your words?
1: Um I would I would almost say that it was it was it was robotic it was yes I'll do that because you told me to and you're right my paycheck right. um but there you know the um the reality was everything I had to to get done. I had to, it was more of a delegation. It was more of a, I'm telling you to, cause I'm your boss. That's your job. You will do this because I'm telling you to. Um, and that was across the board in the entire company. Mm-hmm. Didn't matter if it was in the office, didn't matter if it was in the field. Um, quite frankly, I felt that way myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like we just all had an obligation. Right. and we were filling our obligation and cashing our check on Friday and couldn't wait for the weekend mm-hmm. um except that I was always on call cuz we were kind of kind of smaller and not getting it done um, in that respect as well. It was just, it was, it was tough. You know, it's not that it wasn't profitable, yeah. but it was tough. Right.
2: Right. So you just got tired of the grind. And then um, you, were you actively looking for something at that time? I know uh, I'll let you tell a story of running into Josh, but uh, were you actively looking for some answers or were you just kind of, just kind of sitting in it and hoping maybe something would catch you to, to, to motivate you to change?
1: So, it's a conversation that we've had many times. Um, there's, there's a couple different routes to go out there to, to try and find some help. Um, you know, we kind of looked at some, some other organizations, but not hard. Yeah. Um, we, we just kinda, it's something we talked about. It's something that I knew I wanted to work on, yeah. but, you know, I'm a plumber's kid. All I'm, I'm a great plumber. I know how to do all that stuff very well. Yeah. But the reality is running a business has nothing to do with plumbing. Right. And I was out of really out of my league, and I didn't understand. I thought if you paid someone well, then everything would just be roses all the time. And that is just not the case.
2: Right, right. right. So um, so let's see you go to a conference and you, and you run into an old friend maybe share with everyone how how that, that 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 story and how that ultimately led to you finding us.
1: Yeah so I went to or AHR- uh 2020. Okay. And actually I'm sitting here looking at the book cuz it was in Orlando and I'm in my beach house right now. The book's here on the table and uh, we kind of leafed through it. We figured out what we wanted to see, where we wanted to start and kind of started going down aisles and we were looking at all kinds of really cool stuff cuz you got to remember we're not deep seated in the HVAC business. This is we're still on our first year. Right. Oh, okay. So we're that fresh. Oh, wow. Okay. Right. Um And we're looking at all these new products, things that we can bring in, because I want to not only catch up to my competition, I want to blow by them. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're going down aisles, and I knew about FGI. It it wasn't something I wasn't unfamiliar with, but I literally kind of... We were, Jen and I were walking by and we looked at the booth and we both kind of stopped. But, uh, you know, it was kind of one of those things where we, then we both started going again. And uh, I said to Jen, I said, you know, we actually went all the way around, made a left-hand turn and we're going to the next aisle. Yeah. And I stopped and I said, you know, Jen, I really want to go back.
2: Yeah.
1: I, I just want to check that out a little further. It's something I've been thinking about for a long time. Yeah. I want to go back. Yeah. She looked right at me and she said, I was hoping you would say that. Ooh, okay. Interesting. <laughs> and as, as usual, Jen's on point, right? <laughs> so <laughs> we turned around, I picked up a pamphlet, and I see a very, very old friend of mine, Josh Campbell, on, on the back cover. That's- um, <laughs> and, and from there, it was kind of just just one of those really great stories. We We started talking about josh and and some other things and sgi and and you know they were very casual about it you know just come and see us at a profit day type of thing yeah. um so we finished up our um our, our day at ahr that was it that was actually our last day there okay uh we, we drove back here and we actually decided that we were going to fly home to new jersey We booked tickets, and I think like three days later, um, we went to Fort Lauderdale for a profit day. Oh wow, that's funny. Um, this is all pre-COVID. Yeah, sure. Went went to profit day, heard the big number. Went outside, talked about it, and we said if it's good good enough for Josh and he's doing well, um, I grew up right next door to him in the same podunk town. I can do it too. Um, and and really, really that was that was it. We just we decided that we were sick of the way that we were running our business, yeah. and it, if there was a way to, to run it, not only uh, more efficiently or more profitably, but most importantly, just having a better work environment, I think was the key for us. I know it was. Yeah. Um, so we, we rolled the dice, and um, you know it, it really worked out fantastic for us. Yep. Uh, we literally, three days later, four days later, we did expo. Um, or, I'm sorry, EP. Um, we did we did EP like three or four days later in Texas. It was just, oh, I said, if, if I'm going to do something, it doesn't matter what it is, it's all the way. I'm not going to wait and play games. Let's get this done. Um, and that was where it really started to change for us was going to EP. That was huge. Um, Jen and I going together, I think, was a big deal. Um, we made some connections at EP that were just – fantastic um i gotta give a shout out to brandon Cena meeting. he's helped us quite quite a bit um and all the coaches just just everybody there have just been so helpful that's wonderful that's wonderful so
2: um you go to ep there's a lot of information given in a short you know it's a it's not even quite a week i don't think uh yeah. what uh yeah. what were two or three of the main takeaways that you're like you in general like we have to do this this and this
1: Um, so uniforms, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uniform, uniforms were huge. Um, they reiterated reviews, which we were already big on. Um, we understood the the importance of that. Um, but the, the big one for us was culture. Uh, we went there for culture and that was absolutely and on the most important takeaway that, that we had, um, we just, we had to come back. We had to build a business that not only were my people happy to be at, but I had to be passionate with, right. um, and, and that absolutely took a little bit initially, <laughs> but when it it was hard, you know, there was a lot of pushback. Yeah. You come home and you've got all this stuff in your brain, you know, Patty's driving all this number stuff into you. Yep. Um, Zeller's pushing all this operation stuff. Chris yep. uh, Vance is hitting you with all the marketing stuff, and it's all great information. Yeah, but it's a lot to take in a short period of time. Um, and when we came home, you know, a lot of people go there for a straightforward price guide and some different stuff. For us, that really wasn't um, at all what we were there for. Okay. I came home. I, I sat down with everybody and had like a very very open discussion about what we were going to be trying to do. And it was not good. (laughs) Um, you know, they're all looking at us and, 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 and to this day, you know, it was a whiffle moment. Um, well, this is just going to be more work for me and what am I going to get out of it? Nothing. Um, and it it took a while for everybody to realize that we were changing everything that we do. Um, and once that started to catch, mm-hmm. it was slow. you know it was just it was the smallest, littlest things initially, um, and then it started to grow and then it started to grow, and then it started to grow. Right. And now, this is a point where I, I, don't have to, I don't really even have to be at my business anymore. They operate. Um, everybody goes above and beyond their job description every single day. That's great. Let's talk about that because I, you know, that is a story I've heard for
2: many years. You know, you come back and you go, "Hey guys, we're going to change all this stuff," and everyone goes, "Oh, I, I don't want to change. I'm comfortable, right? I make good enough money. I'm, ha-, you know, everyone thinks they're happy. They think they're happy, um, and so there's the pushback. And then you, you said you got everyone on board. So what? What covered that gap? What connected from the disenchantment to going, "Oh, I got to change." To I'm on board now. What are some of the big things? Because especially you're asking them to put uniforms on if they weren't doing uniforms. Yep. You know, you're going to ask them maybe to do safety. And so, I mean, we can get all into the operational things a little bit later. But what what was the big difference? What are a few of the things that got them kind of warm and fuzzy about what what you were doing with the business?
1: So warm and fuzzy didn't happen for a little while. Yeah. Um, but. The big change was me. It had to be me. Okay. I was I was the one that was the boss. Right. And I had to stop being the boss. And and Mike Zeller uses a term that I use every single day in my business. Yeah. Coach. Oh, okay. I like that. I am not their boss. Mm-hmm. I tell them to think of me as their coach. Okay. We will train to overcome anything that you're not comfortable with. Um, believe it or not, I think that was the start of it. Okay. When they started to realize that I wasn't saying, I am your boss and you will do this. Yeah. When they started to realize, I am your coach, how can I help you with this? Yeah, yeah. That was huge. Um I think I think that initially was a big game changer. Um another one of the things that I did that really broke the ice in my opinion, and again, this is a Zeller thing because I drive him crazy and I call him forty billion times a week. Um I sat down with every single person in my company. Good for you. That's right. And individually we went over um how they felt about their job, wow. yeah. what they liked about their job, yeah. what they would like to see improved about their job, or what they didn't like was was one of the important things to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And And then once we finished up with that conversation and I knew what they didn't like, I then had an opportunity to change that and drive them a little bit to do better by saying what is your goal for the next year what is it that you like to do right. now i got i got things all from uh, i want to have a new truck i want to buy a house uh i wanted to go on vacation with my sister right um all kinds of different responses so then that was it for that meeting i told them that the company wanted to help them with all those things mm-hmm. and that I would be making a plan to do just that. And then we would meet again. Yeah. And at the next meeting we sat down and we talked about exactly what, what was involved in that goal. Mm-hmm. And I already had an idea of how I was going to help each and every one of them obtain those goals. And we made a plan yeah. and it made a big difference when they started to understand that it wasn't just about the business being profitable. Mm-hmm. It was about them having a good life, coming to work every day, knowing they're not only making a difference to me, to their surrounding employees, to their clients, but to themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they needed to have something that they could say, hey, this is what I did and I'm proud of. It. That's awesome. How frequently were you meeting with everyone? Um, every couple of weeks we sit down and we have a meeting Now we have team meetings every week, obviously. Yeah. Uh, I will have, we have, we have two divisions. We have plumbing, we have HVAC. Yeah. Um, we, we have our, uh, one, one of the things from Brandon M was, was the daily huddles. We have, our, we have our daily huddles and uh, they, they actually, they actually work in a lot of different ways. Uh, one of it is, you know, because they can't see their whole job, uh, Description for each job every day. Um, we kind of give an overview. Hey, we're pretty busy today. Um, you know, or hey, you know, we need we need you guys to really you know. Do your thing today and give lots of options for people so that, you know, and we can fill up our day if, if they need it done today. You can go ahead and do some of that stuff. Right. Uh, hey, you guys are doing a great job. Right. You're you're above your numbers for the week already. It's Wednesday, and you've already killed it for the whole week. Um, you know, all kinds of really, really great stuff. We try to keep and upbeat as much as possible. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's been times where we've been a little bit slow, and I've been able to go to the morning huddle and say, hey, guys, this week's looking a little bit light. Do what you can. And the next day I'm like, hey, guys, let's slow down a little bit. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you're, you're overloading the schedule, and I don't have enough applicants to fill up what you're doing. Right. Um, and that's 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 a product of culture. Yes. When I go to my people and I ask for help, they always come through. Yeah. It's amazing how much
2: people once once you get them on board and 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 you tell them hey we're uh you know we're slow. They'll, they'll, it sharpens the focus. You know it, it's not that Absolutely. they're trying to sell things people don't need. It just they, they remind, it reminds them to go through all the steps of the call and do everything they should be doing. But as we all are humans, we all we all kind of uh, fall out of what we should be doing from time to time. But that definitely gets you on board. Um, when you when you were talking with everyone about their goals, were you um, did you know did you try and give them an end point? like we're going to do this? You're going to get that house by you know 2023 or i mean did you try and you know so you could keep them on on uh,
1: so here's the great part yeah all of them but one have hit their goals oh that's awesome. um yep they've all um they've all hit their goals or they are you know i told you about uh daniel with his with his truck he's uh, 20 years old he's a young 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 guy that okay. came with us he's only been with us six or seven eight months um Wanted to get a brand new Ford pickup truck and he's shopping for it right now oh. uh, He's he's got his money saved. He's he's ready. I told him. Hey, we buy a lot of trucks from Ford every year I'll go down to the dealership with you um, And I'll talk to the to the manager and say hey, we need to take care of care of my people um, So we're gonna do that as soon as I get back actually um, every, Everybody's doing everything that they set out to do and then some um they're doing very well but yeah they definitely we definitely put a timetable on everything um most of them did it themselves right believe it or not it wasn't really something i needed to do because once they got started talking about because this is fun right this 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 isn't like one of those boring office meetings where we're talking about numbers or we're talking about you know club sales or or whatever this this is really fun for them because it's all about them it's not about me or the company at all it's about them and their lives yeah and they were all about getting this done Did You help
2: connect it for them to performance like, hey if you if you keep keep it up this is everything was
1: connected to performance that you was have the whole to be point of it. about it. You would um,
2: start with the one-on-ones
1: yeah no everything was connected to performance um you know i took my time i gave all of them very small daily or weekly goals so that they could put that extra little bit in their paycheck every week, um, you know. And it, it ranged for for some, it was just, hey, let's let's try to get that extra three reviews a week mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for that extra seventy five bucks, which is an extra three hundred bucks a month, which means you can buy your Ford pickup truck. Right. Um, others, it was a little bit different for CSRs. It was call booking and some different stuff. But once they start to see that they can make that extra little bit every week then they own it you know it's it's their baby and they take it from there it wasn't something that we had to talk about once i started to see the consistency we found that in everyone in the company when they all started making more money totally different employee yeah they're just excited. They're excited, right? They're they're making more money. They're
2: seeing their jobs sure.
1: come to life. Um, My HVAC guys fight over calls. <laughs> they literally fight over calls. That's correct. Uh, no, I'll take it, and they're already home. No, I'll take it. I can be out the door oh, in five
2: minutes. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, so let's let's talk for, for members that are or, or or non-members, contractors that are listening. What. Uh, what what kind of comp was everyone
1: hourly plus spiffs or absolutely okay hourly plus spiffs plus percentages, plus percentages. um plus on call okay. that's that's how we do it the hourly rate um we we're competitive with what everybody pays yeah uh we're not paying any less for sure because we won't we want to attract attract the right people is, is our goal we're in a very competitive market in new jersey so um there's more work than than there are people to do it most of the time so um we have to be very competitive uh with with what we're doing with our people um so we're we're paying an hourly rate uh we're paying the spiffs we're doing 25 dollars for a google review um all, all that good stuff um and and a lot of other cool stuff on top of um performance spiffs like spinning the reward wheel in the morning to an employee that maybe helped load some somebody up on their truck at the end of the day because they were overwhelmed or a $5 gift card for just doing something. Wawa gift cards. Uh, Pat, my office has a stack of $5 (laughs) Wawa gift cards in her, in her desk drawer. And, anytime anybody does something yeah. just kind of above and beyond their job title or or just something special yeah she gets a $25 gift card yeah and it's funny because the guys actually save them yeah and they'll actually like border with the Wawa gift cards <laughs> hey if you hey if you help me blah 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 I'll give you you know and it's just like one of those crazy things it just goes round and round and round that's um great but it's fun yeah uh and that's that's the difference at Express Plumbing today yeah. versus seven or eight months ago. Yeah. It's a fun place to work. Um, we just do a lot of fun stuff. Uh, last, uh, last Friday before I took off, I loaded everybody up on my boat that would sit, uh, them and their wife, yeah. significant other, what have you. We drove to a really nice restaurant. We had a, a a big meal and 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 some fun and a nice boat ride back and it it's one of those things where if I had done that eight months ago, no one would have showed up at the dock. Right. So it was an optional thing. Yeah, it was optional, and everybody showed and everybody had a great time. Oh, that's great! Right. And they they can't wait to do the next thing. Right. We we try to do something every couple of months. I feel that that type of activity. Is what really gets them bought in again, if you will. When they start working really hard and they're roasting up in those attics yeah. and they're putting in 10, 12 hour days, you know, it starts to be not enough just spinning a wheel or telling them uh, the most important thing that I tell my employees yeah. great, great job. Yeah. Thank you. Um, stuff like that goes a long way. Yeah. Um, I don't tell them that if they don't earn it, but I make sure that every time they do earn it, that they're you know, thanked or commended or appreciated. Um, that makes a big difference to my company.
0: Support for this podcast comes from Professional Plumbing Group. How many hours in a day do your plumbers waste because you don't have the right part for the job? This problem leads to additional issues and reduced productivity, poor customer satisfaction, and increases your cost per job. Professional Plumbing Group, or PPG, can help you solve all those issues and more. We have everything you need to help your business grow and become more profitable, by allowing you to focus on plumbing, not inventory management. Go to AuthorizedPlumberProgram.com for more information. Welcome back to the show. In the first half of my
2: conversation with Dave Hill of Express Plumbing, Heating and Cooling in Ship Bottom, New Jersey, we learned his story coming into contracting, and he shared how he reshaped the culture of his company quickly. And at the same time, rekindled his passion for what he does. In the second half of our interview, we take a deep look into some of the operational changes that Dave and his wife, Jen, made to help double the revenue from 2019 in only six months. So let's jump back into the conversation. Uh, You definitely have have addressed the uh, the motivation side, right? The culture, the motivation. Yeah. I mean, I know you had a really strong business before you joined. Did you... You know the the other side of the coin we we often talk about is the training aspect of it and and you said you were doing weekly meetings uh how you guys deliver service you know did you change much or did you start doing uh the inspections or the system performance reports uh you know you talked about options was that something new or was that something you've always been no
1: no, we were always big in options yeah. um we ran a very good business. Numerically, Mm -hmm. before. Um, Definitely on the HVAC side, we've learned a lot because, quite frankly, um, I rolled out HVAC last August and we did like 200 grand our first month. And I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to keep doing this. Um, It it wasn't, uh, again, it really wasn't a numbers thing coming SGI. Now, putting the Items in place that we have have helped a lot. We we took a class with SD, okay, yeah, and that comfort specialist class. Yeah. I think I closed on my next twenty-one appointments in a row.
2: You're kidding me!
1: It was insane. Wow. Um, it was, just, it was just a hot mess. And I was <laughs> so upset when it ended, yeah. but at the same time, I was so happy that I got there. Yeah. Um, That's great. It, was, it was just one of those, um, oh, yeah, there's a way better way to do it yeah. than what we've been doing. Yeah. Um, not that we didn't have a very high close rate before that, but definitely makes a big difference when you take the time and you put in the work and earn the sale.
2: Right. right. Did you did you take that course um, online? Because of COVID, I did.
0: It was the first one. Is that yeah. right?
2: That's great. I'll have to tell her that. I'm yep. sure. Maybe you. me yep. yep. that that's great.
1: And another guy from my office. The very first online one. It, it made a huge huge impact. Yeah.
2: Is it just that? Just taking the time and, and really working to build a value. Is that the biggest difference?
1: Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I I think that. I think that I always did a good job of you know people like me of course um, I, I think that I've done a good job of kind of earning their trust sure. and being being knowledgeable in anything and everything that I do because I wouldn't go to someone's house if I wasn't right. right but really taking the time and walking around with that tape measure mm-hmm. and they've got one end of it mm-hmm. and talking to them while you're doing it right. um, you know when you're spending ninety minutes or more with somebody mm-hmm. Mm-hmm you're earning their business and that's something um i i was the king of go in 10 minutes wham bam thank you ma'am we'll see you on tuesday selling it you know and you can do that but you're not going to sell the same percentage right right and that's the difference i mean to a 10 year old 10-year customer sure i'd go in and sell a system in 10 minutes but i probably won't sell the same system Right. I won't give them the same quality system because I'm not going to push for that because you have to take the time and explain the value right.
2: so your 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 average ticket has gone up since then
1: as well totally <laughs> yeah.
2: That's great. That's great to hear. Very good. Uh, Absolutely. How about, um, you know, while we're kind of talking about sales, were you always offering financing to help? Or is that being in the market you're in, it's just not a big deal, people? We don't. um, uh,
1: I I use less than 5% in financing. It's very... It's, it's not a big deal but it has helped us close some sales not something we ever did previously yeah um, it, it has helped us close some sales that we wouldn't have otherwise yes yeah. but it's a it's a very small percentage for us because
2: it's, it's just not a thing right 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 Um. Let's talk about, you know, again, you're you're a s- still relatively small company, and you seem to we have are. a pulse on, on what's going on day to day. Have you implemented, like, the, the DMER, uh, anything like that, so you know where your numbers are day in
1: and day? Absolutely. Okay. No, I, I, when you called me, I was looking at it. Okay. Um, Very good. <laughs> that's, that's what I was doing. I was looking at that in my, in my dispatch board. Yeah. And not, not only do I look at the DMERs, but I, I actually take the time to go through the previous day's schedule job by job I, I really like to see um, what options are being delivered on every job I'm a small enough company to where I can do that um, I can look over 10 texts I couldn't do it on a 100 right sure. but I um, especially those that are struggling yeah I like to really pay attention to what options they are offering because because we found, Um, when guys aren't hitting their daily or weekly, um, goals, it usually has to do with presenting options, um, and doing that, uh, both the plumbers and, and, and the HVAC guys, you gotta go in and and you gotta do the work. Um, you gotta do the full inspections you got to fill out your reports and you have to just present options in our market. I mean, every market's probably different, but in our market, if you present options and you've got good pictures or you can take the homeowner and actually show them um, what's going on, they usually want to take care of that, especially if it's going to turn into something bigger down the road. 100%. What uh, When you start noticing
2: the trends uh, for a guy go backwards, is it a, a phone conversation or do you is this when you have your one-on-ones you go hey joe just you know this is what we're noticing and you probably noticed your numbers are slipping and this is what i'm seeing or or do you you know is do you wait that long do you address in the next day so great great question
1: and i'll give you two answers so it used to be i would notice it too late i'd figure it out I get all my bills at the end of the month and go, "Where's all the money? What happened?"
2: <laughs> yeah, sure.
1: And then I'd work backwards and find the source. Right? Too little, too late. Um, and then, you know, as a boss, I'm like, I'm looking to scalp heads. Right? Sure. Yeah. Um, so, fast forward to today, um, we really, we really keep a pulse on everything that's going on every single day, mm-hmm. and. When someone is struggling, it is no longer a type of thing. Um, Whether, you know, in the middle of the office in front of everyone, of course, right? That's how we used to do it. Um, Now we sit down and we talk about it. Um, I've got my... uh, my my main salesperson has just been in a slump the last couple of weeks. I and, and finally I told you know we talked about a lot of different things. And finally I told him I said go sell something for five dollars. <laughs> I don't care what it is. Yeah. Give it away. Give him an air scrubber for five dollars. Yeah. Just go. Just go sell something. Yeah. Um. And that that believe it or not was what made the difference. He did a couple of really low tickets. Yeah. And just just kind of needed to get back into the groove just like a heavy-hitter baseball player or whatever, and um, here, here we are, and he's, he's crushing it again. Um, this is a guy that does 40000 a week in
2: sales. That's great. Just needed a little something to get his confidence back.
1: Just, just needed the bunt, I think. Just, <laughs> just needed to get on base. That's you like know. a
2: drag bunt for
1: a single. That's great.
2: Right. Um, and, but yeah, I mean, you, and you approach it way differently than you would have in the past. You would have maybe, you know, really got on him, and now you're like, okay, let's walk with him, and and hopefully yep. be more productive. And he he is, yeah. he is. That's great. Yep. That's fantastic.
1: Yep. And 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 you know, it's not that. You know, there was there were some there were some other issues that I can't talk about here, but uh, we got through those as well. A lot of family stuff, and I spent hours on the phone with him, talking through some hard stuff he's got going on with his dad and yeah. and and real life stuff, you know. And and obviously, there's a good reason why what was happening was happening. But the reality was, I was there for him, yeah. and thanks me probably once a week for not being a boss. But being yeah. a friend—that's
2: that's awesome, and I, I think that's something I hear all the time from from members, owners who are connected with their people. They go, "When you see a slump, it's t- there's typically a reason behind the scenes. Always, yes. And and if yep. you if you you know you just yell at them, that's going to do nothing but put them even up in a tighter spot, and they're going to you know it's just it, make them hate you. Yeah, exactly. They shut down, and then and then all of a sudden you got to part ways. So that's that's good for you, good for you. Um, if I'm not mistaken, something maybe maybe I heard wrong that you kind of weren't sure about when you joined with service fees. Was that something you? Uh, <laughs> I had to
1: find something you didn't do. Right? Okay, right. we're going right. to talk about my favorite thing now.
2: They're, oh, they are okay. Good. So, so I guess you, what you heard about them at EP, and you're like, ah, oh, there's no way someone's going to. I was like,
1: I was like, no way. Why would I do that? I'm going to, I'm going to drive my, I'm going to drive my customers away. There's no way I'm going to do this. Yeah. Um, and, and the reality is, um, not only do I love collecting the service fee, but I, I feel that there's absolutely no pushback. So long as the CSRs are on point, yes. there's no pushback. And I think that people respect you more for charging it. Yeah. I, I truly believe in that. Yeah. Um, I think a company that doesn't charge a service fee is, is just fooling themselves. Um and and I gotta tell you I came back from EP and I said alright well we'll try it and it didn't work that great initially yeah um, just because our scripting was off okay. that's what it really that's what it really came down and Sonya just oh my god we must drive her crazy I'm sure but um <laughs> You know, Sonia and Jen just every week texting and calling, and yeah. we're in a healthy place now. Um, but it, it took a while. Yeah. But once the CSRs were able to nail it, there is zero foot. We actually charged $149 service fee really and yeah it's not a problem it's 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 not a thing and and you know you do the math on that uh-huh. and uh patrick right now would be going and tell me exactly what that would be for the whole year exactly but uh <laughs> you know that's that's we just talked the other day and you know he spits out these numbers and i'm like patrick you gotta slow down man. Just, drink less coffee <laughs> um Savant like that. Yeah. he's amazing actually he um but the reality is it just makes for such a healthy bottom line. It, it makes such a difference on the weekends and, and Sundays when you're paying the overtime. Right. That that really it helps to pay for all the company culture stuff. Yeah. It, it really makes up for this, this huge gap um, financially that you just didn't realize was there. Yeah. You were losing income and you didn't even know.
2: Right, 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 right. How do you guys? How do you manage your overtime with your guys? Is there just one person on call all the time or every weekend? Or? Uh,
1: so, so really one market, one right? person per division, right? And initially, I was the backup guy, right? Because I'm a good plumber and I can do and, and all that good stuff. Um, and Jen and I just just finally started having actually a backup on call for each division, mm-hmm. which is which is huge for me because now I don't have to run the business and be on call on the weekends. Um, You know, during the week, the volume's not so bad to where a second guy is really necessary. But, um, yeah, now we've got, now we'll have four people on call instead of two, and it'll take some of the trouble off. I used to have to always shoot out when when they would start getting backlogged, go go do a bunch of calls, but no, no longer. And that's something that these service fees it just doesn't make sense not to have that yeah. uh, it's it's just too easy totally agree totally agree the system kind of takes care of a lot of your problems that you didn't even know you had some of
2: them yep yep for sure do you have a uh, a club i'm i'm assuming you have some kind of a club membership or maintenance plan We, do. Yeah, we are, do. They, are they bound together with the plumbing and the hvac uh yeah we have both plumbing and hvac yep okay. and so
1: it's one it's one m- membership with both so it's know. it's just two separate memberships okay. um you'd be surprised that some people will choose just the plumbing some please, people will take both some people will take just the HVAC okay. um we don't um we don't have a ton of them yet uh, a couple hundred but it's it's a good start for just a few months in. that's good that's great okay so that was a new addition as well Yes, that was that was a totally new addition.
2: Well you get, yeah, you have been busy the last couple of months. Yeah. <laughs> um on the mark. okay, I'm just I'm hopping around just checking boxes. On the marketing side of things, um you know I, I see I saw your website, it's a very nice website. You you had the wrap trucks of those or the wrap, wrap vans. Is that always have they always been wrapped? Is that something you learn to do? Yeah. Okay. That's, that's actually something that we've always done. That's great. That's great. Um, how about the selling the reviews? Is that something, you know, where you're basically you're comping your folks to get good reviews? Was that something you'd always done or was that a, a newer change? Um,
1: we always knew that reviews were important, yeah. but as our reviews started to grow, we realized just how important. Yeah. And obviously, our relationship with PulseM, which we had before we came to SGI, believe it or not. Really? Okay. We did. We did. Um, But as that started to grow, we really started to realize just how important that is. Um, Reviews reviews are huge. We've never been big on marketing because we've always kind of owned the market share of where we're at anyway. Okay um in fact i would tell you my marketing budget is almost non-existent to this point but um we are now starting to market because we've actually just opened up our second store um and we have no relevance near whatsoever i don't have one client so we're going to be marketing A little different than usual. Yeah. You know what? I I apologize.
2: I forgot that you mentioned that to me when I talked to you previously. Now, where is your second location going to be?
1: It'll be in Ocean City, New Jersey. Okay.
2: Now, how far away is that from uh, the primary uh, office?
1: Uh, That's about 40 minutes. Okay. So not too bad. Which is, uh, for us, that's huge. Um, It might as well be on another planet because (laughs) our... Our entire service area is less than a quarter of a mile wide and eighteen, oh, wow. 18 miles long. Holy cow! Yeah. Okay. So we've we've expanded to the same the same type of market. Um, there's more homes, a lot more um, a lot more available there for scaling, and that's that's where we kind of um, somebody told me you know try to build a company that you want five years from now. Right, and. We we're recognizing that in the next two years, we're going to round people to scale two. Um, it's just going to be difficult for us to grow any more in the area that we're in because we've got the, the market share. Right. We'll, continue, we'll continue to take other people's clients because they don't service them properly. But really, that's the only market share we're going to have available to us soon. Got it. So
2: we're going to new markets. So, you, uh, so really at this point, you just opened the office. You don't have uh, any staff yet or anything like that.
1: I don't even have the signs or the blessing from the town yet. We have the keys to a building and we yeah. paid the lease in full. That's what we've got. Okay. Um, I've got, I've got my new, uh, newly promoted branch manager oh. who is down here today and he's visiting real estate offices and handing out flyers and some candies and gifts and things like that. Yeah. Um, you know, we are really ground zero and I couldn't be more
2: excited. That's cool. That's a new, it's a new challenge, right? Yep. Uh, who's the manager? How did you find
1: him? Uh, so we promote us from within. Good. Okay. Um, I actually, uh, my, he's he's my my main sales guy my comfort advisor guy I was talking about yeah. uh, previously yeah. uh, he has done just a great job he comes from um, Benjamin Franklin which is kind of a company that does kind of some of the same SGI stuff oh yeah familiar um, very similar so yeah. he understands what we're doing yeah. um, and really has helped me a ton. Uh, with process and um, with with managing people, uh, even on his own, above and beyond his his normal pay grade, right? Yeah. And that's the kind of guy that I want to bring in. I want to bring in the guy that is supposed to show up at eight, but at seven fifteen he's in the office already. Yeah. Um, so he's excited. I'm excited. Um, it's, it's it's inevitable that it's going to be. A really really great move for us. That's awesome.
2: What uh, now who, who's going to fill in his his shoes uh in filling that sales role with the So
1: um, Rob is going to be groomed to fill into his shoes I'm, I'm gonna have to definitely um, put a lot of time in with him yes yeah, yeah. Um, you know he's he's definitely our, our, our lead HVAC selling tech yeah. and has a, has a lot of promise but you know going into a comfort advisor role is a totally different uh, ball of wax but I know he can handle it, uh, and he's excited about getting the training and, and quite frankly, going to Texas um, <laughs> is <laughs> definitely something that, that he can't wait to do. Good for
2: you. That's exciting. Uh, what, what do you think what – what are the next couple things you need to do with the new location to get it open? When When will it open?
1: Uh, so – It will open as soon as two things happen. Uh, Number one, Ocean City actually has to uh, go ahead and give us the CO and make sure that because we bought in the downtown district, I want a lot of exposure. So there's like a downtown walking district, shopping type of area. Um, And I wound up going in there because uh, I I wanted to get as much recognition as I could. So that's that's one of the things they need to Say, yes, you can fit into that area. You have you have a CEO, you have our blessing. Uh, and two, I need Google to send me a PIN. Um, right. a verification code for a PIN. So as soon as we have those two things going, uh we'll be we'll be up and running yeah
2: yeah it yeah. should be in the next two weeks that's exciting and you'll start with hire start looking to hire people start marketing what what are you going to do to market a brand new location like this i mean obviously
1: location. That's, that is the best question yeah. um the marketing has already started we've already gone in a couple of small little papers um and we just we just want to see people see your logo right now you know that's good if they call that's even better but um we've gotten to some of the small little publications uh we we are actually uh getting started with placement seo oh okay, great yeah they've they've kind of taken over our seo management and um we're going to get started on the google lsas and and i know that they're doing a pilot right now yeah. uh, with some paper clicks so we're, we're talking to them about that yeah. and um you know, getting our Google pin obviously is super important because that—that's something that we found just drives a lot of business. Yeah. And uh Pulseim is working on getting getting all our review stuff for the second location set up. Uh,
2: yeah, have you started putting the word out that you're looking for? You'll be looking for technicians soon, or
1: <laughs> haven't haven't done that yet? Yeah. Um, we've got we've got some guys that can double down for the immediate stuff, yeah. um, but we we can't wait to start. Hiring quality people down there, um, and that's that's one of the things about this transition that's going to help more people that that I can um, hire and interview. That's
2: great. That's just that's great to hear. Just a couple more in wrapping up with you, Dave. Um, you know the the elephant in the, in the room I haven't asked about is you know you're where you are with you know in New York City, not far away. I mean a couple hours away, but you know I know New Jersey was hit hard with COVID. Did that? How much of that did it change business? did it alter how you you know wear masks and that's about it or, or did it change much did you have to change much on the fly um we bought a
1: lot of masks really fast yeah and uh you know we were or the, the great thing about the whole sgi system is we're already wearing floor protectors right. um we're, we're wearing gloves when we when we should be um so we already had those in the truck we had to put some masks in there yep. um did it cause a little bit of panic in the beginning? Yes. Yeah, sure. But my coach was on the phone with me saying, hey, listen, the difference here is going to be that you're telling people um, that you're prepared. And, I mean, we changed everything from the way that we answer the phone yeah. to the way that um, the guys talk to their clients and let them know, hey, listen, not only are we wearing our masks and our gloves and our floor protectors, but we're going to be wiping the area down when we're done. You don't, don't need to worry about that. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that had to change, but I will tell you that COVID-19 was, was not um, in any way, shape, or form an impact at all. In fact, on July 1st, my accountant called me and said we had already doubled the previous year's revenue. Oh, that's awesome. Which is pretty pretty impressive. That's super cool. You got to be really
2: yeah. <laughs> really excited when this year's gone. Okay, we're good. excited. That's good for you. All right, so um, just a couple wrapping up questions. Where where do you see the? You said you know, you said earlier you want to know where your business is going to be in five years. Where do you see the business in five years in your mind?
1: So in in my mind, I'm going to be 25 trucks in five years, okay. um, which is Basically, tripling what we have now, yeah. and I want to be in four different locations, and I've
2: got them mapped out. Okay, of course, making the margins you want to make always important. That's Absolutely fantastic. All right, and then what advice would you have for other, you know, especially if you're new to the, the model, but you have aggressively adopted it. But we got a we have a lot of members that that will kind of just plod through and, and maybe take their time. They're unsure. Well, what advice would you have for people that that start? to kind of help them launch any any uh any advice in particular you would offer
1: um i think everyone walks out of ep with their head spinning yeah i think they all walk out with reasonable doubt yeah um you know uh will this work for me if i can do it anybody can do it right um and the advice that i would have is utilize your coaches yeah not just the coach that Hands you the business card when they're when you're done with UT. I utilize every coach. I was going to say you dropped
2: um, a lot of names today.
1: What's that? You dropped a lot
2: of coach names today. I was impressed that you, yeah.
1: you knew the whole yep. of the
2: roster. Yeah. Yep.
1: No, I we I utilize every coach. They they've all got a niche. They're all experts at one or more things. Quite frankly. Yeah. Um. Both of them. Every single one of them have seen companies. Um, small like mine walking in, or very large, and we all lean on them every day. Um, And from what I understand, the members that do well are the ones that are talking to their coaches. Not only do I talk to my coach, um, Zeller will tell you, I don't walk into a meeting without an itinerary. Um, I know exactly what I want to talk about that day. Sometimes we wind up going a little bit of a different direction, but we address every single thing. On the list. Um, not only do I ask the questions, but I record the phone calls and I write them down. And I've revisited stuff from weeks before um, and been like, "Wow, that's a really great idea. Why didn't I use that? Right. What was I thinking?" Right. Um, the coaches are super duper important. Um, you're you're gonna hit roadblocks. You're gonna hit resistance. Um, I would tell you, just don't get discouraged. I know that that's pretty generic, but, but really don't get discouraged. Keep doing, um, what you've been doing and just trying to implement one, one or two things at a time, yeah. just figure out what's important to your business, what you need to attack first, you know, uh, for us, straightforward price card was the least important, right? Um, you know, we, we had a, we had a different itinerary and everybody, everybody has their own kind of list of, of issues or things that they do well and things that they don't do well. Figure out what it is you don't do well and do it a little bit better. Yep, yep, you got it, man.
2: I love that you have, you walk in each conversation with an itinerary and you take notes. and Absolutely. It's like studying. You got it. You got you, if you don't remember what you talked about previously, what good is it going to be? That's, that's a great piece of advice. Well, wonderful. Well, David, I have taken more than enough of your time. You've got some beach to sit on or something and, and enjoy a few cocktails. and uh, might be a little, little early for that, but I know they're in their, your future. So um, I'll let you have a great rest of your day. Can, I cannot thank you enough for your time. This was a really enjoyable conversation and uh, maybe I, hopefully we'll see it uh, at Expo in a month or so. I will absolutely be there. I'll see you there. All right, thanks so much. Have a great rest of your day. All right, thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. That's Dave Hill of Express Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling in Ship Bottom, New Jersey. Thanks for listening to the show. If you feel like you have a great story worth sharing that would also help other contractors, email me at bhouchen at yoursgi.com. Also, if you enjoyed today's episode, please give us a rating. And remember, friends give fives. You've been listening to the Successful
0: Contractor Podcast, powered by Success Group International. Support for this podcast comes from White Rogers. With over 75 years of expertise in heating and cooling controls, White Rogers is proud to offer a full line of furnace controls, gas valves, cooling and heat pump controls, water heater valves and controls, as well as our leading edge thermostats. For more information, go to climate.emerson.com. The Successful Contractor podcast is a part of the Success Group International family. SGI is the largest member-owned best practices organization for independent residential services contractors. SGI provides its members a competitive edge through proven proprietary management tools and expertise, marketing programs, training, and group buying power, along with a highly active and eager to help membership. For more information about Success Group International, visit www dot your sgi.com the successful contractor podcast is a production of the akila investment group llc all rights reserved 2020.